All right, everyone. What is up? My name is Stephen Michaels. I am with Bill Robinson. This is the Fastest Raiders show online. Bill, how's it going? It's a lovely day to be talking Raiders once again on this debate of Raider Nation as we cover five of the hottest topics facing the Raiders today. All right, so let's go through them. All right, question number one, or actually point number one, the Raiders cut so far. What do you think about that? Well, I think the cuts, they kind of had to do them. You know, uh, Incognito was a big one, but he'll probably be back, let's be honest. Um, but they, they had, they were broke. They had to cut these guys. Now, uh, you know, Gabe Jackson isn't on the books yet, I guess, but you know, that was a big one They they cut, you know, a lot of guys in the offensive line, of course, the trade and stuff, but Tyra Williams, we knew that was going to happen. LaMarcus Joyner, no surprises. What about, what do you think? They had a lot of fat to, tr to trim, to be honest with you. A lot of these guys were getting paid and not playing, and, and the best ability is availability and then consistency. And none of the guys that they were paying almost $10 million were showing any of it. So while, while on paper initially it was shocking, when you look at the numbers, it, it really wasn't. It was good contract moves, good cap casualties, because they were able to clear up $40 million under the cap is where they're at now. And they started almost $20 million over. So the, these cuts were absolutely necessary and give them some flexibility to try to do what they need to do. Absolutely. All right. Question uh, number two. Should the Raiders overpay for Denzel good? I'm going to say they're, they might have to, I mean, they traded Trent Brown, which we know, you know, come on. It, it, they had to trade him. It, it, that relationship was done, you know, during the season from the IV before, even before the IV. His, he's a super spreader of COVID. Um, so, <laughs> you, you know, this guy, this guy had to go. Okay. Trent Brown had to go. I don't understand why fans are so mad about the Raiders trading the dude. The guy was a, I mean, he's, anytime uh, reports come out, that someone's not motivated to play and they're making that much money, you have to get a player motivated, there's no point in having them on your football team. No. No, there's really not. Um, in my opinion, no. I, and I'm going to tell you why. Denzel Good was a good player, but he's not. he wasn't good enough to be overpaid. Teams are cutting all, a whole bunch of offensive linemen right now and they're cutting them because they overpaid these guys to begin with. There are quality guys out there that you can get that probably in the five to six million dollar range. And if you have to over have to pay Denzel Good more than five to six million dollars, you're overpaying them, and, and you just don't need to. I mean, they got Kyle Long who came out of retirement for, for you know what I'm saying. There are yeah. plenty of options available out there so that you do not have to overpay. Denzel good you you if you're going to overpay somebody at least get a pro bowl or somebody who's been to the pro bowl before okay my, my, my whole thing is though Denzel good Tom Cable knows him it, you know they can plug the guy in anywhere but uh the Kyle Long thing I really think the Raiders should bring him in just because he's how you know the Long family I just I always thought that though you know what I mean I never knew why the Raiders wouldn't bring those guys you know all the Long brothers the cousins I mean, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a merchandise thing. Why not bring them in? It's a, I don't know. But anyways, uh, yeah, so that, that's the only reason why I say uh, 
they should overpay him just because he knows Tom Cable. Tom Cable knows him. Otherwise, they're going to be bringing guys in that are brand new to Cable. You know what I mean? He's already got to be working with a whole bunch of new guys. Sure. It is what it is. Okay, let's go question three. Question number three. Should the Raiders trade the first-round pick? Okay, so here's the deal. We don't know what is going to happen in that draft. We don't know who's going to be available. We Like we just talked about, the Raiders did trade Trent Brown. If they If they're sitting there and there's someone that could be a future left tackle for years to come, I know it's boring. I hate when a team takes an offensive lineman in the first round. But if that guy's available, then you kind of got to take that. You know what I mean? These left tackles are very rare to get a guy that, you know what I mean? It's pretty slim picking. So if you can find, if that guy's on the board, then no. But we don't know what's going to happen. And uh, if he's not, then, you know, with the comp, with everything being different, Teams are in love with the draft this year. So what do you think? Well, in my honest opinion, you got to trade for Deshaun Watson. Get him. Package it up. Trade that first-round pick. Trade card. Trade the whole world. Get me Deshaun Watson. Get me excitement. Get somebody to put butts in the seats and somebody who can light up the scoreboard and just, just bring Raider Nation back to where it needs to be. So let me ask you a question. Is Deshaun Watson better than Derek Carr? Yes. Okay. So Deshaun Watson. Okay. Let's just play fantasy world right now. I'll tell you one thing right now. Perfect fit for the Raiders. John Gruden runs our West Coast team. It would be perfect for Deshaun Watson. Uh, but my only you know, problem with that theory is like what they would have to give up. You know what I mean? How much the Raiders would have to give up to get Deshaun Watson. If it's just one pick and Derek Carr. You know, the first round pick in Derek Carr, I, you have to do it. In, oh, my, yeah. opinion. in my opinion, you have to. Um, but if it's more than that, you know, if it's going to set this team back, you know, three years just for Deshaun Watson, I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, look, look at the Texans last year. I, I know, you know, they had a terrible coach and stuff, but, you know, they're not winning Super Bowls every year. But he is fun to watch. He's my favorite quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, I got to agree with you, but I just don't think that's going to happen. But I'm just, if that did happen, I would be excited. So let's go to question four. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Yeah, okay. That was, that was me being funny. But the, the, truth, the truth of the answer is this, is that it would depend, the Raiders, in order to get an elite player based off what we've seen for teams, franchise tagging guys, in order to get, a true impact maker, they're going to have to look at moving that number one pick to get somebody. And, and that's just the long and the short of it. Now they haven't done, they've had five first round draft picks since trading Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper. And let's be real. They haven't done very much with them. So at this point, based off of the draft history from what we've seen and the, and this draft being a crapshoot at best, it would make more sense to tear, turn that first rounder, over for an established player that they know can help them win today. Yes, I will agree with that. Any player, I think, if, you know, if he's in his prime and the Raiders can get, I would take a current player over the draft right now, just because of this, the whole COVID situation, the combines, the, you know what I mean? Everything, it's really going to be a gamble with, with these first round picks. It really is. It's going to be a lot different this season. 
So I would take an established player too. Um, but, you know, again, if there's someone really good, like I said, like a left tackle, I know it's boring, but it's something the Raiders really need. But they need a lot more help. So we'll get there right now with number four. So let's go up that one. They got a left tackle already. Are you cut Miller before he even hits his fifth year? I'm sorry. You know, you know what I mean. Right then. <laughs> All right. Question number four, the most important question of the show. Can Raiders pressure the quarterback in 2021? If I may, the Raiders are currently sitting at 40 plus million dollars in salary cap space for 2021. If they can't find guys to come in and pressure the quarterback, they literally should all be fired. That there would, there's absolutely okay. no excuse for that not to happen with all the cap space that they have with a new defensive coordinator, a proven system. If they can't find guys to get heat on the quarterback, they had 147 pressures last, last season, which was 16th in the league, but they were 30th in sacks. If they, they got to get guys who can finish the pass rush and put the quarterback on the ground and continue to throw off timing and rhythm. And with $40 million and a bunch of guys, a bunch of edges out there who can get it done, there's no excuse for not doing it. Okay, so, Phil, are you telling me that the Raiders need a guy that doesn't tickle the Sean Watson's toes? That's right. Or kick him in the eye eye and still can't get him on the ground. Yeah, that's the biggest problem here is actually getting the quarterback on the ground. And this defensive line is terrible. Let's just be honest here. They can't, there is no pressure. They don't, like you said, they're 30th in sacks. This has to end because this has been a trend. That defensive line needs to be blown up. I mean, that's the truth. They need better players. And they can do that in free agency. Like you said, there are so many players in free agency they can plug in there to make them 100 times better. Yes, they need help elsewhere we'll talk on a second but that defensive line it's not good i mean come on it's terrible carl nassib if he's still on the team when we the show airs i mean that guy was a healthy scratching games uh i mean arden key never lives up to the potential he has great training camps and nothing happens they don't really have anyone they had max crosby he had a good rookie year you know but last year not as good as his rookie year but one player, either way, is not going to help you. It's like when Phil Mack was with the Raiders. Look how better he looked when he first went to the Bears, when the Bears had a loaded defensive line. You know what I mean? So the Raiders need to get better players, and then they can get pressure in 2021. Absolutely. And finally, current free agents the Raiders should target. Coming up, what are your thoughts? Okay, so... I just told you, I think defensive line is very, very important. Uh, they need to go after a bunch of defensive linemen. Uh, every, I mean, pretty much any defensive lineman they can find. Now, realistically, they're going to, they need to bring in a lot of players. You know what I mean? So, yeah, they might get some vets here for one year deals and things like that. I'm sure we'll get one or two big names, but they also got to work on that secondary. And they also got to, you know, get another linebacker. I would not be surprised if Melvin Ingram ends up signing with the Raiders or Perryman, someone Gus Bradley is familiar with. Um, and then, like I said, uh, for the secondary, Patrick Peterson's available. He's, I know he's 31, but he's available. 
that gives you some experience back there. Anthony Harris is a guy that I really think would help the Raiders a lot. Um, they need help, especially at safety and cornerback. They need to get a little bit of experience there. John Gruden wants it. That's how you do it. Uh, so those are the guys I'm looking at. Older guys, maybe a one-year prove it deal. I like Carl's Dunlap if he doesn't resign. But what do you think? Who, who do you got? I think we need to get younger. I think we need to get faster, more physical guys who are going to be around for a long time. And maybe, maybe just maybe they should try to get it right this time. Uh, you need a number one wide receiver. And right now I don't see anybody better than Kenny Galladay. They have to sign Kenny Galladay. I almost feel like they should pay him whatever he wants because no matter who they bring in to be the quarterback, Kenny Galladay with everything else that they had with, with Brian Edwards, with Henry Ruggs, with uh, Hunter Renfro, that's a receiving core that's going to scare the, the shit out of a lot of people. Uh, I also like Carl Lawson and coming off the edge as a defensive end, and I like Bud Dupree and Gus Bradley's defense. Uh, there's a couple guys, there's a couple chargers that we also could take a look at. Rayshon Jenkins at free safety. He knows the defense. He's in it. He can help get make sure that Abram is lined up properly. He's only 27, so he's still got plenty of years left in him. Denzel Perryman would also be another linebacker who's familiar with the system. I still like Bud Dupree better than Perryman because Bud Dupree is a turnover and a sack machine, which is what the Raiders have been sorely lacking since forever. And uh, maybe we'll, and then for the offensive, offensive side of the ball, Kyle Long, you, you mentioned him. And I like it. I, I like that move a lot. You get a proven guy who's, co who's in shape, who's motivated because he's coming. He was literally retired. So, you know, he's motivated to come and prove himself, show that he's got he's still got it. His mind is right. It's according from what we've seen from reports. He's down to 315 and looks shredded or at least much better in much better shape. So. There's a there and uh, Sheldon Rankins. That's another guy that I'd like to see a defensive tackle because they need the Raiders need, like you said, they complete defensive line, not just edge. So you got to get You got to get a big body in the middle, a young body that's capable of collapsing the pocket, taking on doubles and holding up in the run game because the run defense was atrocious this year at all and was only overshadowed by the pass defense, which was worse. Yeah, see, I. I agree. I will. I'm. We know the Raiders are going to go after at least one wide receiver. They're going to go after a running back. Booker might resign with the Raiders, so uh, I think he will. But they're still going to get another running back. Uh, but a wide receiver, which we know Gruden's going to grab. Uh, I like T.Y. Hilton. Why not kick the tires on that guy? If if, if it's possible, if it's possible. Um, why not? My thing with um, T.Y. Hilton is is the injury history, the injury history, and the fact that uh, you you have that guy. I mean, I guess you could get him to mentor Rugs, but to me, him and Rugs are are the same type of guy. Yeah, that's why I'm saying that. That's why I um, mentioned his name because of Henry Rugs. You have a guy. You know, Henry Rugs is not the greatest route runner in the world, but T.Y. Hilton he isn't either, but he's better than Henry Rugs at route running, obviously. I just think he would help out, and he's fast. We know what Gruden wants to compete against the Chiefs, right? He wants speed. So some of these guys, you know, who are older, you mentioned, you know, you want young and fast guys. 
Gruden's going to make sure if they are old guys, which he likes, they're still going to have that speed because right. he wants speed all over the field. So you got to look at guys like that. I think the Raiders are going to target maybe a bigger wide receiver. You know what I mean? Like a, a bigger guy. Uh, but I don't know. It could be anyone. It could be, you know, Sammy Watkins for all I know. I just know they will grab a wide receiver. Hopefully they sign back uh, the alligator because he had a good year. Although it does scare me if they give him a big contract that that just worries me. Um, I think you can, if he, if you can't beat him, you can replace him in this free agency with a couple of players uh, surround. If you, if we have Derek Carr as the quarterback surround him with speed and good weapons, we've seen that Derek Carr can play well when he has a lot of speed around him. You get, you know, no more Zay Jones. That guy was a debacle. And like I said, the draft, they've sucked. Like you mentioned, they've been terrible. They've been absolutely terrible. The only ones they really hit on are like Hunter Renfro. So I don't know. We know John Gruden's calling the shots on the draft when it comes to offensive players. Maybe he should call the shots with everything because Mayock has been terrible with the draft for players. But all the offensive players, they kind of worked out. I mean, Josh Jacobs is really good. I think he's going to rebound. Uh, Hunter Renfro, like I said, he's pretty good. Brian Edwards, we'll see this season what we got out of him. That's going to be another big key. You know, Brian Edwards is going to have his season now. They're going to showcase this guy. We're going to get to see how good he really is. Yeah, so, and they and they need to be more selective with the types of routes and the way that they deploy Henry Ruggs. Uh, the, this team ran probably the least amount of slants and quick-hitting routes out of – any team in the league. I think they threw like less than 20 slants all year long, which is mind boggling to me. Um, Because they they, they don't trust uh, Henry Ruggs to run a slant. But Derek Carr just overthrows them anyway. So I don't know what the big deal is, but they they, they don't trust them uh, with the slant. But Hey, I just want to really quick mention because, you know, he's one of my favorite players here and he's a free agent for Daryl Patterson. Remember he played for the Raiders. I would like him very, very cheap, obviously. Imagine they could bring him back and use him as a running back and use him as a wide receiver, use him as a utility guy. That guy, to me, I think is really good. When teams use him correctly, he's good. And I bet the Raiders could bring him back very cheap. I guarantee you. That guy's going to go real cheap. Definitely. I just think they need to be more creative on offense, especially in in the red zone. You know what I mean? Gruden has failed this fan base now since he's came here. So, and they need to be more creative, uh, and if they're sticking with Derek Carr, which it looks like they are, then give him the best talent possible, but they also got to make sure they can protect Derek Carr as well. Absolutely, and which is why I say they should keep Marcus Mariota, restructure him if you must, get him down to about $7, $8 million a year, because if the in the event that something happens to Derek again and it happens earlier in the season and he's out for – more than one game, more than a couple quarters. The last thing you want to see is Nathan Peterman for five, six plus weeks out of the season. Listen, you don't know that, Phil. You don't know about <laughs> MD Peterson. You don't know. Everyone can write their little articles all they want, but no one has seen him on the field yet. We don't know. He could come in and be the next Nick Foles and bring the Raiders a Super Bowl trophy. This guy, we don't know. Gruden's been have this guy in a lab now for three years. He's going to be a next Joe Montana. We just don't even know about it. But Marcus Mariota, 
they got to, I think they'll end up releasing him. There's no way they're going to pay him $10 million. There's no way. The, Derek Carr is the number one paid guy. And then Mariota is the number this, this season would be the third highest paid guy currently on the roster. There's no way they can keep that up. You can't do that. So they either got to trade him if they can find a team, which the Patriots are out, it looks like, because they signed Cam Newton. But who knows? Uh, they they, they got to figure something out. But I just don't think if if he does not restructure, then they have to release him. But they don't. So, and you know, you know, they already had those talks. So they're forty million dollars under the cap with his money. They they I, really don't have that's to. That's a do lot that. of money. That's a lot of money. I'm there's no way they're just gonna keep paying him that much money. No, they're gonna they're gonna do. Some, there's no way unless. Well, I shouldn't say that. It's John Gruden, and it's a quarterback. Never so. say never. I, it's a quarterback, and we're talking about John Gruden here, so I should never say anything about what he's going to do with a quarterback. But, you know, make a prediction because you don't know that. But I do know uh, they did ask Marcus Mariota already to, you know, work out a contract situation. So they are, you know, interested in keeping him, you know what I mean, just for a little bit less money. Right. And we'll see if Marcus Mariota wants to do that and play backup again. But if he has a chance to start elsewhere, he's going to ask to be released or he's going to ask to be traded, and the Raiders will grant that. But we shall see, guys. Um, free agency is next week. Me and Phil will do this next week. Hopefully the Raiders sign five players, and those will be our five uh, topics. Woo. So we'll find out. Uh, Phil, promote all your stuff. You can find me at writing articles for the silver and black today it's been a minute i'm going to get back to it i promise but uh later on today at 5 p.m pacific 8 p.m eastern time you can join me and the world-renowned phil jones as we take over the airwaves and we bring you the unfiltered truth podcast and uh, that'll be on youtube you can catch that on our facebook page at the unfiltered truth and uh, it's going to be a great show. We've got plenty to talk about. We'll hit a touch on these five topics and go in even further depth and talk about why Steven is crazy. But it'll be a blast. You'll love it. Tune in. The Unfiltered Truth, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern time tonight. Hope to see you then. And you never know who's going to call in. Never know. Actually, and also, uh, I actually think that we might open the call. We might take roll the dice and open up the call lines today. So oh. God knows where that's going to go. But Jed from New Hampshire, Jed from New Hampshire is going to. Oh boy! But uh, also, I just want to say that I will be doing a public show, the the Raiders Daily Podcast, that will be out next week after free agency. Obviously, that will be a big show, and uh, that's it. I don't really have to promote anything because I don't really feel like it. So, um. I don't really care. So anyways, everyone tune in to Phil's show. It'll be really fun. You can find the show, by the way, if you listen, if you go on my podcast on YouTube, his shows link, our channels are like uh, linked. So you would see his. Um, just type in unfiltered truth with a PH because that's how you find it really easily. Uh, yeah, and they have a really good show. And uh, like, like he said, you live every Friday night. So tune into that. All right, guys, we will be back next week to discuss the next topics. My name is Stephen Michaels. This is Bill Robinson. We'll see you next week.
How's it going, everyone, and welcome to the number one Raiders show in the world. This is the Raiders Daily. All right, my name is Stephen Michaels. As you know, let's get this thing going. It is free agency frenzy, and there's been a lot of drama with your Las Vegas Raiders. We're going to try to talk about it all right here on this show. As you know, free agency is going to go on for a couple of weeks. So probably going to have to do another show next week because I expect the Raiders to sign at least four to five more players uh, through this free agency. You know, it could last four weeks. Um, they are yet, as I tape this show, as this is being recorded, they have yet to address... Uh, the safety position and the cornerback position, the secondary, they will do that eventually. Uh, they're doing it smart right now, no doubt about it. The safeties, no one's really been touching the safeties early. So that market will go down. The longer no teams touch any of these guys, the better for the Raiders as they will become a lot cheaper. Uh, cornerbacks, yeah, some have gone off, but there's still a couple that are available that can come in and help the Raiders. They only really need one, and then they can draft a guy. Remember, they have Mullins, they have uh, Damon Arnett. They just need one veteran there, and obviously they need help at safety. They might bring back uh, Eric Harris, but I don't expect him to be a starter. They're going to get someone there. There's no doubt about it. But let's talk about what has happened in the last 48 hours. First of all, the Raiders start free agency off with a bang. And they sign a guy who they almost gave up a number one pick for just, what, last season? Uh, to Jacksonville, Yan uh, Yannick Nagakwe. Uh, his name is very hard to say, but I just call him Yannick. But anyways, the Raiders get this guy. John Gruden's been talking about he needs a pass rush. Uh, they need to get after a quarterback. For so long, they finally, finally get a guy who's dominant. And I love this guy. This guy, you know, he talks trash. Uh, it's going to be funny because I don't know if you guys remember, he had a little uh, Twitter war with Derek Carr's brother, who hasn't. That guy's a troll. But had a little, you know, any kind of verbally... Uh, Eh, Yannick pretty much verbally destroyed him on the Twitter. It was pretty funny. So now Derek Carr has to be his teammate. I love it. Uh, but listen, this is a guy who has had 46 and a half sacks in five seasons. This is a guy who's going to come in and help that Raiders defense line, which we're going to talk about in a second, tremendously. It's going to help out Max Crosby. It's going to help out everyone. And that's what the Raiders did in this draft. They went out and they rebuilt their defensive line. The Raiders, their defense last year was one of the, it was terrible. That was probably the worst defense I've seen covering the Raiders. They were absolutely awful. Any team could get a first down. I mean, Matt Ryan could sit back there forever and no one could even get after him. They have been building that defensive line through this free agency, being smart, taking a guy like Yannick, but also taking chances on guys that, you know, one-year deal guys that can come in and make an impact. Uh, the Raiders also lost uh, the Alligator to the Patriots. They overpaid. The Patriots overpaid this guy a lot. 
Good riddance. He was great with the Raiders, but let me tell you something, okay? My family, they're all Eagles fans. They hate Nelson Algalor. You know why? Because he dropped critical passes in the cold weather. So good luck in New England, especially when you have Cam Newton throwing to you. I don't think that's going to turn out well for the guy. I really don't, but whatever. Who cares? The Raiders certainly don't because they were able to replace him very quickly, very quickly with a guy who I think, to be honest with you, is going to be better. He's actually going to be better. It's a better replacement. This guy's under the radar. Derek Carr is a good... This guy hasn't had a quarterback like Derek Carr, um, in my opinion, that could get him the ball. And not to mention, as you know, the Raiders are pretty much loaded with Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro. So this guy is going to get open. John Brown comes over. He played for the Bills. Um, this guy, he has this all the speed in the world. He is going to be good for the Raiders. I'm telling you right now, watch out for this guy. He is going to be very good. He really is. Now, he's only on a one-year deal, just, just like, just like uh, the Alligator last season. A one-year prove-it-to-me deal. Who knows if he, he might have a breakout season and leave. But the bottom line is, this guy's going to come in and be able to help Henry Ruggs, uh, a guy who's very young. They're kind of similar a little bit. This is a perfect addition for the Raiders. And I don't think they're done at wide receiver, by the way. I really don't. I could see the Raiders, because it's John Gruden, bring in one more wide receiver, one more veteran. Uh, they did re-sign Zay Jones. I don't know why. The guy sucks. But they re-signed him. I know Derek Carr likes him. That's probably why he got re-signed. But he's he's terrible. Let's see if he even makes the, the roster. Because I firmly believe the Raiders will either draft a wide receiver or get a veteran in free agency. And let's not forget, let's not forget this. I'm going to talk about this with another player later. But let's not forget, the Raiders have Brian Edwards. They didn't really use him much last season. That it was never the plan to use him that much last season. This is going to be the year that it's going to be Brian Edwards' show. He's going to be the number two wide receiver on this team. And this guy, I mean, we're going to see what he's all about. Let's hope he's as good as the Raiders think. Because if he is, they're going to have a ton of weapons back there. They really are. So that's pretty much all what they did. They re they did resign uh, Denzel Good, um, and obviously Richie Incognito. They resigned. We all knew that was going to happen. Let's talk about the elephant in the room here. They ended up. People thought at first everyone did because his agent leaked it out that the Raiders released Rodney Hudson. When in fact they did not release him. It's just that he would not take a pay cut and he did not want to be a Raider. Yet Raider fans were mad for some reason. I don't know why you're mad. The guy hates you. He doesn't want to be a Raider. He hates all of you. He is your enemy. If he leaves your team, he is an enemy. You guys got to get that straight. Raider Nation has to, uh, they have to understand this. This is why this team has been a losing team for so long that fans... For some reason, I cover this team. I can't believe it. They accept losing. They even have a little motto. Win, lose, or tie, Raider Nation till I die. I've seen it everywhere on Facebook. 
You should never. Al Davis never said, I'm fine with losing. What did he say? Just win, baby, right? Just win. There was no, uh, I'm okay with losing or tying. I'm, I'm still a Raider fan. No, 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 no. It's all about winning. That's what John Gruden's trying to do. And hopefully he can accomplish that. Because if he does not accomplish that, then he should be on the hot seat. But it's all about winning. Rodney Hudson no longer wanted to be a Raider. He would not take a little bit of a pay cut just to help out his team get better. Meanwhile, he cries they're not getting better. But he wants all his money. I mean, the guy could have took a pay cut and still got all of his money next season, just to let you know. But he was a little crybaby, and he's... The Raiders know. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me on this one thing. The Raiders know a lot more than any of us know. They know this guy is 32 years old. This guy missed a lot of practices last year with his bad ankle. Just like Coleccio Simile, when the Raiders cut him... Fans were outraged. They couldn't believe it. What happened the season after? The guy just completely fell to the ground and he was done after five weeks. That's what happened. They knew his body was deteriorating. They knew it wouldn't hold up. They know that's what's happening with Rodney Hudson. And they got a guy in Andre James who is younger, who already showed he can go in there and be just as good as Rodney Hudson. Now, I know Derek Carr might be a little upset about this, but Derek Carr, listen, you got to step it up too because that whole, oh, Derek Carr is getting an extension thing came and went. So this guy, Derek Carr, just like John Gruden, you're on the hot seat. It's time for winning. The Raiders trade. They end up trading Rodney Hudson after his agent purposely tried to, you know, Say he got cut, and the Raiders and a mirror. I mean, I cannot believe this. Even after, I mean, widely reported, by the way. I mean, everyone thought it was real because the agent told everyone. It wasn't like, you know, these fake people on Twitter, which, by the way, there's too many of these people. If you're on Twitter, please, I'm begging you, don't believe, you know, some weird, you know, uh, weird Twitter handle. Don't do it, okay? Just listen to people like Ian Rappaport or, you know, uh, Tom Priscillo or uh, Adam Kaplan. I don't know. People you know aren't going to lie to you. It's, it's stupid. I get people asking me all day long, is this true? Is this true? Is this true? No, it's not true. It's not true. It's true if, uh, I don't know, if Adam Schefter posted. And I'm no, big, I'm no fan of Adam Schefter, but he knows what he's doing. He's a real insider, those people are not, okay? They're just looking for likes and retweets because they're mentally ill. So please, be careful out there with the fake news. But anyways, the Raiders end up getting a third round pick and a seventh round pick for Rodney Hudson. They ship him off to Arizona, 32 years old. Good riddance. He hates you. Remember, he hates your guts. We hate him. We hope nothing but the worst for him in Arizona. The Raiders also ship off Gabe Jackson. That was something that, uh, I mean, I thought the guy was gone too. He was told he was being released a long time ago. His agent did the same thing. And guess what? Guess what? The Raiders still win. They cut the guy. They wanted to cut him last season. They cut him this year. And they get a fifth round pick.
Forum from Seattle. Last season, the Raiders were trying to get a fifth-round pick for him, and they could not do it. No one would give a fifth-round pick for this guy. Now they finally got him. So now they're gone, and a lot of fans were freaking out. They are so worried about it. I don't know why, because you got Denzel Good back. You got Richie Incognito back. Like I said, Andre James is going to be perfectly fine at center. You got Josh Simpson there. The Raiders are going to be completely fine. You got Colton Miller. Yes, they're going to eventually have to uh, get someone at the right tackle spot, but they're fine. They're fine with what they have. They really are. If anything, you should know by now. You watched last season. You watched all the games. Tom Cable could plug a guy off the street and put on that offensive line, and somehow they're, they look just as good with, with these backups than they do with their starters. Trent Brown is finally gone. Good riddance. I hate that guy. He's fat. He was out of shape. He, didn't, he doesn't love football. He, this guy's getting paid millions of dollars, and he has to be motivated. You have to get him motivated to play a game, and he's getting paid millions of dollars. If I was getting paid... 2% of what he was getting paid. I would I would do I would walk right now to Las Vegas barefoot if I was getting paid. You know, a quarter of what he was getting paid. All the way from Massachusetts, I would walk to Las Vegas right now if you told me you're giving me a million dollars. Meanwhile, this guy can't get motivated when he's making what 30 million bucks or whatever the hell he was making. I don't even know. This guy, he was he was a disaster. A disaster. Never could play. He's a COVID spreader. No good. Glad he's gone. Let's talk about the positives here. What the Raiders managed to do in one of their best... Right, If this works out, if these guys end up being great, this is the best free agent class, I don't know, for a, a long time. They go out and they get Quentin Jefferson. Cheap deal. Cheap deal. One million bucks. You bring him in, this guy can come in, he can get sacks on a quarterback, and then they're not done on that defensive line. Like I said, they stack this defensive line. They go out and they get Salomon Thomas. I mean, this is another guy. Prove it deal. These are the guys you want. This is These are the guys you want coming off an injury. They have something to prove. That's what the Gruden wants. And they come in hungry. You just, I mean, look at look at Nelson Aguilar. Like I said, he comes in after getting kicked out of Philadelphia, right? Getting booted. He had to take a prove it, a one year prove it to me deal, and he played awesome, no doubt about it. And he got a big paycheck for it from New England. Now he's gonna drop every pass thrown his way now because he's playing in cold weather, but that's what happens. The Raiders are doing exactly what Tampa Bay did. They got a lot of hungry guys that, you know, maybe at the, you know, a little bit older, but they really want to ring, and the Raiders are bringing all these guys in, and they're bringing in guys that are hungry. And remember this, Raider fans, a lot of people are forgetting this. I keep trying to remind people. I mean, you you think about it. They got Thomas, they got Jefferson, they got Max Crosby, they got Yannick, but remember, they also have David Irving. And they re-signed David Irving, and if you remember, David Irving was a beast, a beast 
Last season, the Raiders brought him in mid-year. They couldn't, you know, do that much with him. Before that, I mean, and the guy got in trouble with the Cowboys, but he was still sacking the quarterback like crazy. This guy has been great pretty much his whole entire career, and then he got in trouble. But he is a monster. Now he's going to have a full offseason. The Raiders are going to be able to get after the quarterback finally. And they're not done. They end up signing Nicholas Morrow. They re-signed him. I'm sure they're going to go out and get another linebacker. Maybe it's Melvin Ingram. Maybe. Uh, we'll find out pretty soon. If not, it will be someone else. And like I said, they still got to fix the secondary. Now, they wanted to re-sign most of their own guys. And they did do that. You know, like I said, Zay Jones was kind of, you know... Not something they had to do. But they re-signed Jonathan Hankins. I don't think they really needed to do that either. But they did. Uh, Nicholas Morrow, I think they did need... They had to re-sign this guy. Because this guy has been getting better every single season. And, you know, he's not that bad. He's really not. Uh, he really showed last season he can play. I don't know if he'll end up being a starter. But we shall see. Uh, they wanted to sign back Tack McKinley. But he ended up going into Cleveland. I don't know why. I mean, the guy was... In Vegas, but who who cares? The guy really didn't do much while he was with the Raiders, anyways. But so far, I mean, which started off with a big bang, and then Raider fans getting all mad because Rodney Hudson was gone. Uh, listen, now I think things have changed. Now everyone's like, "Wow, look what the Raiders are able to do!" And remember, free agency just started. We're just starting here, guys. And they completely, completely rebuilt their defensive line. They really did. They, their defensive line right now on paper is so much better than it was last season. They are going to be able to get after the quarterback finally with these guys. I am telling you, this defense will be better. It will be much better. And now you got Kwiatkowski coming back. You got Morrow coming back. Corey Littleton and Gus Bradley's system is going to be much better. Like I said, maybe bring in another linebacker. You gotta fix the secondary. There's no doubt about that. You need a safety. They they might bring back Eric Harris. If they do, he's not gonna start. You need to get an established safety back there. And they're all still available from Anthony by when I'm doing the show anyways. Anthony Harris is still available. They're, they're all still available. A Trey Boston, you name it. There's so many guys, safeties available. A lot of guys who worked under Gus Bradley. The Raiders aren't really that worried about it. They're going to be able to find someone to come in there and help this team learn Gus Bradley's scheme. Also, going forward, yeah, they're going to have to grab a running back. I think they should do it in a draft, but we know it's John Gruden, so he might go after a veteran. It's just... It's just logic here. They were planning on signing back Devontae Booker, but Devontae Booker actually got a contract somewhere else, which is kind of surprising to me. But Devontae Booker played pretty good last season. But I think it's Gruden's fault. I really do. I I mean, this guy would start having a couple good runs, and they would yank him for Josh Jacobs, who, let's be honest here, wasn't that great last year. He's dealing with injuries and things like that. So if they do go get a veteran... You know, I hope it's a guy who is more physical, like a Josh Jacobs type, because that's what they need. They they have Jalen Richard. I'm not that. I'm not really sold on him. He's good at blocking. He for being a small guy, but other than that, the guy. 
his vision's terrible. Um, but they also, I mean, I got to be honest with you, going back to Rodney Hudson, the Raiders, one of the reasons why the Raiders went in a different direction, and one of the reasons why, you know, well, Rodney Hudson, first of all, didn't want to be a Raider anymore. But besides that, the Raiders' run game really struggled last season. And if you go back and watch some of the games, you don't have to be like me and dissect everything. Just go back and watch some of the highlights. You'll notice that Rodney Hudson was not really opening up holes for these running backs that much last season. And Trent Brown, the guy was hardly on the field. When he, I mean, he's a big guy where Josh Jacobs could run behind him, and, you know, that would be good sometimes. But the guy wasn't motivating. He hardly was going to – he hardly – play so there's no point of paying him and Gabe Jackson's Gabe Jackson very replaceable I think the Raiders will be just fine I really do I don't think I don't think people are going to even remember Rodney Hudson by week three what I am worried about to be honest with you is John Gruden and Derek Carr and the defense that's secondary they gotta get better in that secondary the defensive line I mean Kudos to John Gruden and Mike Mayock. They made all the right moves there. They might not even be done, by the way, with that defensive line. But they got really better there. They they brought in fresh blood, guys that are hungry to play, guys that want to make an impact immediately, guys that can get after the quarterback. And this is a team that was ranked, I think, 30th in sacks last season. That I mean, you're not going to beat anyone like that. You got to get after the quarterback. Tampa Bay Buccaneers just won a Super Bowl, and the reason why they did is they got after the quarterback. That's what the Raiders need to do. They got to get after Mahomes. They got to get after Justin Herbert. They got to get after whoever the Broncos' quarterback's going to be. Who's it going to be? Drew Locke? Or are they going to try trading for Deshaun Watson, who's in a whole bunch of legal mess right now? Uh, Raider. Some Raider fans were hoping the Raiders would trade for Deshaun Watson. Now, that would be awesome because this guy would fit very well in that system. Also, we got Marcus Mariota. Um, what do the Raiders do there? I mean, we're going to find out. What, I'm recording this. It's about 11 o'clock at night. I think we're going to know. It's Wednesday night. I think we're going to know Thursday. Maybe even, you know, Thursday, you know, at midnight. What's happening or, you know, around maybe the next day. Maybe the next day. We're going to find out what they're going to do. They asked the guy to restructure. They're pro- That's something they want to do. At the same time, they can't pay him $10 million. That's stupid. It's dumb. They'll pay a backup quarterback $10 bucks. So he either restructures or they find a team that will trade for him and hope they can get maybe a fourth round pick and they don't have to pay him that $10 million. And then they go out and they get a safety or maybe two with that money they save by cutting Marcus Mariota. But either way, they can't keep him at that salary. So he's probably going to get cut. Unless the team does trade for him. I mean, the Raiders were... They managed to trade two guys that everyone thought were already cut. Because their agents leaked it out. Because they're crybabies. But, I mean, they still got something from them. I don't think you guys understand. That is like something that never happens. All these teams had to do is just wait a few days. I guarantee you 
I don't care what any beat reporter says. All, they're wrong about everything. Every one of their little predictions, they've been wrong about. Just to let you know, because they don't know what's going to happen. Just like, I don't know what's going to happen. The Raiders don't even know what's going to happen. What their next move is going to be. They reach out to a bunch of players, and they see what works. It's impossible this year to know who they're going to sign next. Because they could be looking at a cornerback, for example, but then a defensive lineman falls into their laps, and they start talking to that guy. Next thing you know, they're signing a defensive lineman. I know for a fact that happened today. I know that for a fact. So that's just the way this works. So when people go on there and they say, oh, the Raiders are going to, you know, this is who the Raiders are going to sign, and they're wrong about every single one of them, and yet they're a Raiders beat reporter. I mean, come on. I mean, these guys are they're doing terrible with their predictions here. They're like 0 for 30. They really are. And instead of just waiting and seeing how everything unfolds, they, they want to act like, you know, they're in the know when, in fact, they're not. And then they listen to, you know, Rodney Hudson's agent and they get a story that's pretty much BS, to be honest with you. And I know the real story. It's not being fed to me by an agent. You know what I mean? Like, it's here's the story. Rodney Hudson wouldn't take a pay cut. That's the story. He wouldn't take a pay cut. The Raiders asked him to. He said no. So the Raiders said, all right, well, we're going to trade you. And Rodney Hudson was mad because Andre James was getting a lot of reps and practices last season. And he's seen the writing on the wall. That's what was going on. Not to mention, like I said, Rodney Hudson missed a lot of practices last season because he was ankle injuries, ankle injuries, ankle injuries. The Raiders doctors and trainers know a lot more than some guy who can write an article and is very good at grammar. That is just facts. John Gruden knows football more than someone who's very good at typing. That is just facts. So, to wrap this all up, guys, so far, 48 hours in, I would I would give the Raiders, we don't know what's going to happen on the field, but on paper, an A for what's been going on here. You had to cut Rodney Hudson. He did not want to be a Raider. He's not a Raider. I don't ever want to see him He ever be associated with the Raiders. He is anti-Raider. Uh, Gabe Jackson, uh, whatever, he's all right. Uh, Nelson Aligore, he went to the Patriots, so he's the biggest enemy. I mean, he's a sellout. He's an enemy. I wish nothing but the worst for him in his career. That's how I am. I am very cutthroat. You know that I only care about winning. And by the way, I'm joking when I say I only wish the worst. I, I don't care what happens to them. I really don't. But that's just the way I am. You love it or you hate it. I speak the truth. I am the voice of the voiceless. I am trying to get you guys excited. You should be excited because this team is only getting better. And like I said, I'm not giving up on Derek Carr just yet. I want him to play well this season. I think the talent is there. I thought the talent was there last year for this offense. And remember, they won eight games. They were only two games away from winning ten games. If they had a better defense, I bet they get to 10 games. I guarantee you. They could they could have got to 10 games if they had a better defense. 
So now, it looks like they are. They're on track to get a better defense. The Raiders, they're they're only one wide receiver is gone. And like I said, it's going to be the Brian Edwards show. Get another running back in there. Maybe another wide receiver will come. And the Raiders will be better on offense than they were last season. So things are looking up for all of you guys. Understand that. Things are looking up and we are not even close to being over. We still got a couple of weeks of this. So let it roll. We're going to bring in some veterans because that's what Gruden does. Hopefully they make the right decisions and the Raiders can get on track to winning again. The Chiefs lost the Super Bowl. Usually that's a bad sign for the next year. So who knows? This division is going to be up for grabs. And the Raiders been losers for way too long. Gruden came in here with a $100 million contract. It's time to put that money and show why you got paid $100 million. If not, Mark Davis, you need to do something. You're in a new town in Las Vegas. You already made some terrible business moves. You have a, you, you're on AM radio, for crying out loud. You already made some terrible business moves. This team needs to start winning. You need to start selling tickets. So it has to start this season. Or the whole thing needs to be blown up. That's just the truth. But I think it can turn around. I really do. We shall see. We will know more next week. We're going to do another show on for agency just for you guys. I will talk to you guys later. Uh, and remember, you can watch uh, or listen to the fastest Raiders show online with me and Philip Robinson. That comes out weekly. I'll probably post it uh, every couple of weeks. It's only really exclusively on the group, the Raiders Daily Elite, our subscription group. But we are going to start posting those publicly so you guys can all enjoy those too. All right, guys. My name is Stephen Michaels. You just listened to the greatest Raiders show you ever listened to in your life, and you know it. This is the Raiders Daily.